0: Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast, brought to you by the generous financial support of listeners like you. If you would like to give back to our podcast in the way of a donation, please visit livinghour.org slash donate. Your donation will help ensure the continuation of our podcast for years to come. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Within You is the Power, by Henry Thomas Hamblin, published in 1920. Character building is the greatest object in life. It has been said that character is the only thing we can take with us when we depart this life. That is perfectly true. Therefore, the object of all religion Mental training and spiritual development should be the building of character. A religion that does not build up character is worthless. Those who think that they can slide through life, who make no effort to improve their character, and through believing in a certain creed can miraculously become perfect simply by dying, are deceiving themselves we do not become perfect that is a person of strong and perfect character either by believing in a creed or through dying but by attainment god helps those who help themselves and those people who will not strive after better things cut themselves off from all the great and wonderful possibilities of spiritual attainment Before however thinking about such lofty things as entering the path of attainment and modeling ourselves after the divine image, the average person may wish to know how to overcome those habits and weaknesses of character which are keeping you down in life and possibly undermining your health. Most people are conscious of some wrong habits that ought to be overcome and weaknesses of character which should be eradicated. Possibly they have fought against their habits or weaknesses for years, prayed until they are tired of praying, made innumerable attempts at turning over a new leaf, yet all in vain, for they are as firmly struggling as ever. Many people give up the struggle and endeavor to lead a sort of Jekyll and Hyde existence, being outwardly a Christian or person of high character, but inwardly something quite different. Yet they find no satisfaction in this dual life, for they know that they are drifting towards an abyss. However, there is a way of escape that is open to all. The Infinite Creator has provided us with powers that are apparently unlimited. Powers which can be used either to build up a life and character or to destroy them. These powers are those of the subconscious mind. The mind is a reservoir of unlimited, tireless forces and becomes, if we use it aright, our best friend or, if we misuse it, our worst enemy. Every time a bad action is indulged in, significant changes take place in the nervous system, and energy becomes stored up in certain cells, so as to make it easier to do the wrong act on a future occasion. It is equally true that every time a good action is done, similar changes but in a positive direction, take place that make the doing of the same action easier in the future. This explains the tremendous power of habit. Our body, brain, and nervous system become changed, either for the worse or the better, according to the type of action indulged in. We do not yet fully realize what a wonderful adventure life is. We are entrusted with tremendous powers. And by their use or misuse, we can either destroy ourselves or build up our character in every possible direction. What a responsibility, yet what a wonderful opportunity in order to find a way of escape from destructive habits and weaknesses of character. We must go deeper than actual deeds, for actions are effects of hidden causes. The cause of all action is thought. A thought is an action in the process of being born. It is true that we possess primitive desires and impulses, But these can be transmuted into noble actions, and high achievement, simply by directing our thoughts and attention to higher and better things. For instance, the powers of sex become transmuted into brain power, if the thoughts and attention are completely transferred from sex to intellectual pursuits. If, however, the thoughts are allowed to dwell upon sex or passion, then the quote, kingdom becomes divided against itself, and we begin to drift towards the abyss. The strain of modern life is driving millions of people mad. Yet there are those who can work 15 or even 18 hours a day and thrive on it although engaged in severely trying mental work. They've learned to transmute their lower powers into higher ones. This is not done by means of esoteric or occult practices, but by setting our affections on greater things. In other words, to keep our thoughts and attention fixed upon higher and better aims, ambitions, Pursuits. It is impossible to overcome bad habits by fighting them. For the more we fight them, the stronger they become. The injunction to resist not evil is very applicable to habit. The way of escape is not by fighting evil or our destructive habits, but by concentrating upon building a good habit that shall cut the ground from under the feet of the bad one, or by turning our attention to higher and better things. Whatever we fix our attention upon, or whatever it is that we idealize, our subconscious mind endeavors to actualize and make real in our life. By fighting a habit, we direct subconscious attention to it, and this is fatal. If, however, we turn our whole attention to something entirely different, and which is higher and better, all the powers of the subconscious are directed towards the creation of the new object of attention. We see, therefore, that we do not have to overcome bad habits. If we did, our task would be hopeless, For the human will is helpless before the power of the subconscious mind. The subconscious powers can be led by the imagination, but they cannot be coerced by the will. The will must be used not to fight the habit, but in raising and directing the attention to something higher and better. By this means a new habit is formed. The attention of the subconscious mind is taken away from the bad habit and all its powers directed towards the creation of a new and better one. The subconscious does not care what the habit is. It is indifferent as to whether it is good or bad. It is just as willing to produce a good habit as a bad one. We, each of us, therefore, hold our fate in our own hands. We can, by controlling our thoughts and imagination, and by directing our attention to better things, focus all the powers of the subconscious on the building up of good habits. Or, on the other hand, we can, by allowing our thoughts and mental pictures to dwell upon undesirable things, and our attention to be directed to low or weak ideals, fall into undesirable habits. The power that produces the habit is the same in each case. It is the way in which this power is directed that is the vital and essential thing. It is very necessary to point out that constructive thinking and correct use of the imagination must be accompanied by corresponding right action. Many people make use of autosuggestion and expect it to destroy their bad habits and build up better ones, but it never will or can do so unaided. Autosuggestion is useless if it is not followed by constructive action. Young people should direct their energies in physical culture and games. Older people should interest themselves in hobbies and intellectual pursuits. When you feel attacked by destructive or weak thoughts, you must get up and do something quite different, and thus get your mind off the unwanted subject and interested in a new positive object of attention. It is all a matter of directing your desires and life forces into different channels, by controlling your thoughts and attention. Here thus is the value of true religion, for it brings fresh ideals into the life, and directs the attention to higher and better things. To be able to desire these better things, a change must take place in your heart, When however this change has taken place the battle has only just begun for each one of us has to work out our own salvation. At first then most people will find it necessary to do something in order to attract their attention and guide their thoughts to something quite different from the harmful unhealthy subject. Later on however When you become more advanced in the science of constructive thinking, you will be able to direct your thoughts into any desired direction. This necessitates constant vigilance. Each thought has to be carefully scrutinized before being allowed to pass the threshold of the mind. By reversing every negative or unworthy or ignoble thought into its opposite, a change is wrought in the brain and nervous system. The cells formerly used for wrong thinking and for the production of wrong action go out of use as new cells are brought into use for the production of right action. This stage of development leads to one higher still when it becomes a settled habit to reverse bad thoughts into good ones and perform right actions instead of bad or weak ones. The power of the subconscious mind, which at one time seems so destructive, produces positive actions more or less automatically. Think of it like this. After you have got into the habit of cleaning your teeth, you then began to get an uncomfortable feeling until you brush them. After you learned to wash yourself, you then felt uncomfortable if you didn't take a bath or shower. The same rule applies in the more important things and habits of life. If those who are in the bondage of bad habits will only direct their thoughts and attention to the building up of good habits, their old weaknesses will die a natural death. However, it must not be thought that the victory over lifelong habits is easy. It may seem so at first, but sooner or later temptation will come with added force, which may result in a sad fall. If this should happen, it is important not to pay too much attention to the incident. Instead, you should pick yourself up make a mental note of the immediate cause of your downfall, and thus benefiting by the experience, press on again towards freedom. It is helpful to realize that not only is the subconscious mind willing to be guided aright, if we will only persevere long enough, until persevering itself becomes a habit, but that we also have behind us all the spiritual powers of God. The Creator has already seen to it that the odds are not overwhelmingly against us. Our difficulties are not insurmountable, even though they may appear to be so. We can always win through, if we faint not. Heaven looks on with sympathetic interest. And rejoices with you when you succeed, and mourns with you when you fail. The struggle is a stiff one, for it is only by this that the spiritual seeker can become strong in character, but the victory can always be won. When the situation appears hopeless, remember that there is a way of escape somewhere, and that God, Who is your freedom and guide will reveal it to you if you faint not if you realize that the power of the infinite is on your side and that you are bound to become a victor if you will only keep on you will succeed and then what joy will you find for there is no happiness quite like that which comes to the individual who has fought the good fight and overcome habit and weaknesses of character. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Get the best of our podcast in book form by visiting the website InspirationalLifeLessons.com Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.